0: You are sitting on the bus with the priests and religious who are driving, and you're waiting for the time that we get to the big B- depot in the sky, and then you get off the bus and you're saved. That is not. Catholic. some people will tell you that it's the role of the catholic to do nothing more than pay pray and obey or another way to put it is to just sit on the bus while the priests and the religious are driving as you eventually arrive at your destination of salvation neither of which is catholic teaching In today's second reading, we learn that God has shared with us his plan of salvation. Today's homily was recorded at the 6 o'clock p.m. Mass at Our Lady of Good Counsel Church, which is part of Holy Trinity Parish in Quincy, Massachusetts. Occasionally, I meet someone who will explain something that may have been a teaching a long time ago, but it's incorrect, and it kind of sells us short. One of them actually was a very prominent Catholic on the national stage. And that is that we are sitting on a bus with the priests and the religious who are driving. Well, you are sitting on the bus with the priests and religious who are driving. And you're waiting for the time that we get to the big depot in the sky, and then you get off the bus and you're saved. That is not Catholic teaching, and it's not Catholic teaching at all. Nor is it that we are waiting in a valley, waiting for God's calvary to come over the mountain what we can see is that we actually have a powerful role in the church, and we can see that in the second reading, where God makes it clear that you and I share in God's plan for salvation. We see that in Ephesians. We see that in a lot of places, the gospel. We see that in the second reading from Ephesians, where where Paul says that you and I share in God's plan for salvation. So he makes it clear we're not here waiting in the valley for the cavalry to come over. We have a different role. And that role can best be uh, looked at if we can look at what he says. When someone is sharing you their plans, you can imagine the situation of you're standing in front of a map you've got a list of resources over here, you've got a full explanation of what the plan is, and maybe the person you're standing next to you who is explaining the plan might be a general, in which case you're in a war room, or maybe he's a CEO, in which case you're in a boardroom. but either case, when you are listening to this plan, you realize that you have an important part to something powerful, and that's what Paul is trying to explain to us. We have an important role, an active role in the church. And so we aren't waiting for the Calvary to come over the mountain. We are standing with God on the mountain, looking over the valley, listening to what His plan is coming up. And it's important for us to understand that because there are people who will look upon us and say, we are the stupid savages who believe in God. And there are people who literally think like that. In some universities, if you believe in God, you cannot be made a department head. And I think they will prevent you from getting tenure because they look at us as the stupid savages that believe in God. But in fact, we're not. We're given a deeper understanding, a deeper wisdom. As one priest said to me soon after I came back to the church in San Diego, We're called to have a look behind the curtain, to have a deeper understanding of what it is all about. And so the Lord gives us the tools to be able to do that, and we see that with baptism, confirmation, and the Eucharist. Well, how does it play itself out? Well, one of the ways we can see it plays itself out is in the Gospel. So the Lord is sending out the disciples, two by two, to bring healing. Now we can understand that that is part of the ministry of the church and we can talk about people who've experienced miracles and that's important that that is part of the ministry of the church but miracles are called miracles because they're not done every day and there's another miracle that is part of our everyday ministry is that is what we see also they're called to cast out devils Well, what's another way to cast out devils just to lead people to repentance To lead people to understand what sin is and to turn from sin. And that's one of our roles by living our faith. Our living our morality is not an earning point to get off the bus and get into heaven or to stay on the bus. Our living our morality is the way we preach to the, the truth of the gospel and teach people about God's kingdom. Look at it this way, this is kind of powerful. Um, I've seen, you may have seen some of the ads, and I've seen some of the ads that the state is now putting out leading people to turn away from drugs and they're really pushing, especially turning away from heroin. Well, it's the state. The state's not gonna take a religious position. So they're not gonna say the obvious, that's a sin. But that's what we can preach. And I've talked to uh, religious ed, in the religious ed program about it before. It's a sin and we can teach, you know this is a sin. It is wrong. And when you say that, not only can you say it's a sin, but you also give people an avenue for repentance and healing, which is confession. And we can start speaking about, you know, when you walk down that path, whatever it may be, it's a sin. Turn away from it that you may receive healing and repentance. Whether it be sex out of marriage, whether it be uh, drug abuse, whether it be uh, stealing or greed or whatever the case may be, all those things we can turn around and all we're saying is do you realize this is leading you down the wrong path this is the path to healing that's how we go out and bring people to know that truth so when we see that powerful truth when we recognize that powerful truth we see that we are agents in God's plan of salvation to do all of that to bring that healing and to do what the Lord is calling us to do not to sit on a bus To be active participants in the role of leading people to Christ and understanding the healing that He has for them. We do play an active role in not only bringing people to the kingdom, but allowing them to feel the effects of God's kingdom through healing and reconciliation. If you have any questions or comments about today's homily, feel free to email us at Holy Trinity Quincy MA. MA stands for Massachusetts. Holy Trinity Quincy MA at gmail.com. You can also check out our website at Holy Trinity That's Holy Trinity Quincy.com and our formation website at Holy Trinity Quincy.info. That's Holy Trinity dot info. And if you'd like to write to us through the US Postal Service, then please do so at two two seven C S E A Street. Quincy, Massachusetts, 02169. And if you'd like to add a donation to help our building fund, we'd greatly appreciate it. We're right now trying to raise $100,000 to help pay for some of the damages that we received during this past winter. That's 227 C Street, Quincy, Massachusetts, 02169. And if you are in the eastern Massachusetts area, please come and visit us at Holy Trinity Quincy, Massachusetts. Have a blessed week.